When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My 7 Chakras, episode 57. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. The 7 Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head, for thousands of years. This ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. Let the magic begin action takers aj here and i want to applaud your efforts because wherever you are whether it's raining or snowing sunny or windy you have said yes to yourself yes to growth yes to learning and yes to a better life so before we begin today's super episode i've got two announcements have you subscribed to our show yet if not then i request you to hit subscribe because it will just take one second but when you hit subscribe all the latest episodes will download automatically to your device. Uh, so you save time and move straight to the action. The next announcement is I recently started a Facebook group for our action taker community for post interview chats, discussions and conversations. That's where all the magic is happening and our tribe is growing super fast. So if you're not a member yet, go to my 7 slash tribe. That's my 7 slash T-R-I-B-E. Once you type, you know, that particular link, that domain, you appear on the Facebook page and you just have to hit join and then you get prepared to get inspired. Uh, And now that that is out of our way today, I am stoked to bring you our featured guest, Michael Aubrey. So, Michael, are you ready to inspire? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. So, Michael Aubrey is a visionary artist who paints images that invoke peace within the heart and a sense of majesty, supporting people in having a felt experience of their power and their beauty. He also facilitates live group meditation journeys. So Michael, I've given our listeners a mini intro, but tell us a little bit more about yourself and fill in any gaps that I might have missed. Uh, Well, first, I feel like I'd like to begin by saying for me, it really all comes down to the presence within us that has given us life. And that light, that energy is what inspires me to paint the images that I do. And so that is something that just really guides my life um, every day and every moment. Just listening to that, acting upon that, and living my most fully aligned self as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks a lot for that crisp intro. Michael, before we dive into today's amazing show, we need some inspirational magic and we hope that you could light a flame in our minds with an inspirational quote so what is your favorite inspirational quote and give us one example of how you apply this quote to your life well i would say one of my favorite quotes quotes right now is by rumi and it is your task is not to seek for love but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it and one way that I practice this is by really letting go. Um, I use EFT to, and other tools to really get in touch with the parts of me that, the aspects that are, in a sense, uh, in resistance to mm-hmm. what I'm truly calling forth in my life. You know, and, and coming at it with a, you know, in a compa- from a compassionate space and at the same time being very clear about what I am choosing to release so that more of myself can come through, more of myself can be liberated to, to be fully embodied. So that what, what I am, what we all are, 
is already whole and complete and infinitely brilliant. And it's just what is in the way of that that creates distortions uh, and resistances and pain and suffering. So for me, it has really become, through my journey, more about yeah, the letting go of what is in the way. Instead of needing to feel like I need to build upon or need to get to or attain you know, some uh, exalted state and, and strive for something. You know, I feel like that in and of itself, that motivation to need to strive in and itself speaks to a, an aspect that is out of alignment or belief uh, of separation. When once that's relieved, once that grievance is relieved, then the natural self that is already here in every moment can more freely flow through the body and through, through the energy of the self. That is a very profound thought. You mentioned your task is not to seek for love, but to seek and find the barrier, the thing that is preventing you from receiving the love from the universe, receiving the love from your loved ones, people who you know, or maybe people who you don't know, but are meant to meet. You mentioned diving deep, being in the moment, learning more about yourself so that in that process, once you know more about yourself, you're in the moment, you're deep in presence, you feel liberated, and you are then ready to receive the love. And that thought where you took us right now, that space, it feels really relaxing and it feels empowering. So thanks a lot for sharing. Absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, really what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. Now, you are the creator of Visions of Origin Art, which supports people in experiencing their inner radiance and embodying their true essence. How did it all begin? What is the story behind it? Oh, okay. Well, it first started, well, first of all, I've been drawing, doing artwork pretty much all my life since I was a child. Mm -hmm. And art has always been something that has excited me. And it's something that I've been called to, uh, to express. Mm -hmm. And I originally started out as doing graphic design work in advertising after I graduated mm -hmm. from art college. And for about eight years, I hadn't drawn, I hadn't painted pretty much anything. I was just mm -hmm. doing the advertising work. And then one day I was inspired to do a painting. And so I, I got this like a little image of, it was of a sculpture or something. I decided to kind of use that as my, my reference. And at this time I had started doing yoga. And so I was, I started hearing about the chakra system and learning about it. And I decided that I wanted to do essentially a painting you know, of the second chakra. So I used this, this face of this woman, mm -hmm. and I had the idea of, of placing the second chakra symbol at her third eye. And so I painted it, and it was the most, one of the most ecstatic experiences that I've had. Mm -hmm. You know, while I was doing the painting, just the energy that was flowing through my body it was just absolute joy. And I was the first time where I actually felt that there was. I would say another entity or intelligence guiding me in the painting, which that in and of itself was like deeply joyous as well. And so that experience was so profound for me. This, the, the, the presence of the energy that was flowing through me just impacted me so deeply that it was just this doorway that, that opened up. And that's what really opened this, the whole, this whole experience, this whole new journey of doing the paintings that I do now. Yeah, so it was just, it was very, um, and I continued on from there, and I created a whole series of chakra portraits, and this was back in uh, 2003. And that in itself was a whole journey of transformation and getting in touch with uh, resistances and barriers in myself to loving myself and working through the chakra system, you know, one by one, and creating these paintings, these three by four foot paintings in my apartment, pretty much wasn't doing you know, anything else but these paintings. I mean, the, the momentum, the energy in me where I just, I had to do them and I was going to do them no matter what. And uh, so fulfilled that. And then once the series was complete and then it just continued on and on. But it all began pretty much from that one initial smaller painting that I did. Mm -hmm. So you said that you've been drawing pretty much all your life, especially as a kid, because it's excited you and you realize now that you've been called to express that innate 
uh, freedom, the talent that resides within you. You started uh, earlier on as a graphics designer in advertising, but one day you became inspired to do a painting of the second chakra using a sculpture as an inspiration. And you also mentioned that someone or something was guiding you. And what you did was you followed the breadcrumbs of life. And that's where you, you are today. And to be honest, your painting is so inspiring and so powerful on many levels. Uh, uh, so action takers and listeners, think about the time as a child, something that you did from your heart, something that you really loved. It might be art, it might be painting, it might be drawing or any of that passion because finding your true calling might be something that you did as a child but then haven't done for so many years and Michael I'd like to share that as a kid as a child I used to do a lot of recording on my microphone at home you know just because I loved it yeah. I never thought about a career I never thought about, about a business and but I just did it uh, I did voice modulations and things like that on my huge computer because as you know computers were huge back in the day right then recently, a couple of years back, I realized that, you know what, I would like to get back to my childhood once again and start recording, start sharing my voice, but literally and figuratively as well. So thanks a lot for reminding us. Yes, absolutely. And I feel, you know, with that, it's, it's so important to pay attention to, to that simple joy, you know, that a lot of us have felt from the very beginning, you know, when we were children. And I feel like when we, when we grow up and become adults, it becomes so, we almost feel like, oh, maybe that's too easy. It's so natural. It's like, it doesn't make me belong in the larger uh, stage of life. You know, it's just my thing that I do, that I enjoy. But that's the very thing that I feel like is what's going to really help us to expand ourselves and be a greater service. That thing that is so simple and so joyous, so easy, so natural. Mm-hmm. And then so many times... Uh, through you know various different inputs growing up, we, we tend to take on these ideas that perhaps it's not as important. You know, and not everyone obviously, but I feel like the good majority of people, and I feel like tragically so, let that voice, that joy, really just kind of sit there and not not really be expressed. Wonderful, wonderful. You just sort of hinted towards that wonderful quote shared by Les Brown that you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start. To be great. And from your experience and journey, how does your art support and inspire the people around you? If you could talk a little bit about that. Yes. Well, when I was doing the, the chakra portraits, there was an energy in me. What really motivated me was there was a, an energy. There was a presence there. I call it a light. Mm-hmm. And it was a very clear and very strong conviction. And it's in a sense a little challenging to talk about to put words around, but there was this 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 power essentially, mm-hmm. and I knew it, and it was that's what really um, in a way compelled me to create the paintings and to do it nonstop, no matter what challenges I was experiencing in my own in my personal life at the time. I knew those paintings had to get out. I knew they were to be shared, and it's from that space that all of my paintings come from. Mm-hmm. As I was doing the paintings, the, that energy was supporting myself, and I saw and felt that beauty of the presence that was moving through me, which is, I feel, all of creation. You know, it's the, it's the one source that we were all uh, born from, and every moment born from. And it's, so it's imbuing, in a sense, what that energy was in a sense imbued into each one of the paintings. And that creates a space when people look at the work there is a transference or some some level of uh receptivity from you know from the people if they exchange and view the work they're receiving that energy which is of themselves so in that way it's say it's their windows or reflections of of that energy in different configurations you know and there's different symbols and shapes you know for each of the paintings but there's there's that one common uh energy and presence that that is in the work that comes through and so this was something that i you know experienced just within myself that i received and that was just has been you know continually moving through me um Mm -hmm. you know through the work and the experiences that i've you know it's so interesting it was really powerful for me i remember the first time that i exhibited the paintings the chakra portraits Mm -hmm. the 
all of my intentions, you know, that, that I put into the work, all the energy and everything, to actually see people respond yeah. to the paintings in a way that exactly matched what my intention was for doing the paintings was profound for me. Without you know, any, any words spoken about the work, just them viewing it and receiving that energy and exchanging with themselves in that way, there was, there was that exchange and, and transference and uh, people would share with me and have, have you know, continually shared with me throughout all these years that it really assists them in getting in touch with who and what they really are. Like they, they see it, they see the, the energy behind it and they recognize themselves as that presence, as that light, as that energy, as that unconditional presence of love and of that power and their beauty and there's, there's an opening that happens. And I don't necessarily, you know, I mean, I'm not necessarily able to explain, you know, exactly how it all happens. But to see it, you know, to witness it, for me, is, is a profound gift. So, obviously, listeners, irrespective of how well, you know, Michael articulates that particular energy or that light, you have to see it, you have to believe it, you have to be there to witness it. And what I really noted, what you shared, Michael, is that energy or light cannot be destroyed. It can only be converted. And it's fascinating to note that the energy that you saw in the people who saw your painting, that energy matched the intention, your intention when creating those paintings or the artwork. And I truly believe and, and I'm confident that uh, the feeling that you get when people see your work of art and you know reflect back on it and share their feelings cannot be expressed in words. So thanks a lot for sharing. I've seen some of your paintings and artworks uh, online on, on the website as well. And it's astonishingly beautiful and breathtaking. My question is, what inspires your art? In other words, is there a ritual process that you regularly go through to connect back with the universe life force energy? Or does it just happen? Well, I would say there's definitely uh, many different practices in a way that that I use and really just my awareness is one of them you know just to just to tap in and just to check in with myself and go inside you know and to feel that to feel that presence that energy just that universal space which is what we all are you know so that is also what informed the collective title for my work which visions of origin is that origin space of our source so the paintings are the visions of that. And also visions of origin speaks to the fact that each one of us is a vision of our origin in perfect manifested form. So it's speaking to both and one at the same time. So that, yeah, that presence is something that I'm continually inspired to discover, to explore, and to, to dive into, to really come into even more of a space of what I'm here to express how may I serve from that space? Now, I know that one of your series of paintings is called the Light 7 series and is closely inspired by the seven chakras or energy centers of our body. So talk to us a little bit about these paintings. How do they differ from one another and how do they relate to the seven chakras, if you will? Yes, yeah, so Light 7 Sacred Portraits of the Chakras is the initial series that I did that started, started all of this. And each painting is, in a sense, a personification of each one of the energy centers going from the root to the crown. Each painting was created specifically out of tuning into the vibration, me tuning into the vibration of each one of my energy centers, and having that, in a sense, inform what the painting would look like. There was also an experience, as with that first smaller painting that I did, of feeling that there was this other entity intelligence guiding me through the paintings. So it was a really powerful experience of opening up to you know, my energy and energy channels and um, the electromagnetic presence of just life, really, you know, and really imbuing that into the paintings with a very specific um, energy that I feel each one of the energy centers embodies and expresses through our lives. One of the things I clearly noted uh, was the difference between the painting that depicted the root chakra and the crown chakra in terms of the facial expressions of the two faces. Uh, one, I feel the root chakra was more 
intense or strong whereas the crown chakra you know portrait or the 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 painting was more subtle right is there is there any correlation between that or well the since the first chakra the root chakra the element is earth i really wanted that painting to, to be the surface of it to be textured and the energy of it to really hold a space of like groundedness you know anchoring in who and what we are no matter what and the strength of our roots you know into this earth so it, you know it's definitely it's an intense painting and you know it's an intense calling you know for us to really own our value you know and own our even our physicality you know our birthright to take up space uh to be rooted and grounded on this earth and uh to really be in that space and really to, to really embody that so the the painting you know definitely represents that it has um Anyway, it's more defined, you know, definitely than the crown, you know. So then going up to the crown, it was more about having a really refined energy and really expressing that and coming from more of a space of kind of more of the, the higher centers in a way. You know, we're just more of a refined energy of space itself. And that's why also the, there's no... Um, Real delineation around of the contour of the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that. You know, it just kind of gradiates off. So I also wanted that to express that there's no definition of us. You know, even though we have these bodies and, and on a certain level, you know, that's reality. And there's a, you know, we have skin. There's a barrier to our, our physicality and the space around us. And at the same time, the space that we are knows no boundaries. And so, therefore, our essence knows no boundaries, no limitations. And so, I was specifically uh, expressing and depicting that by not having a boundary to the face. That's beautiful. In fact, this reminds me of a quote which says that we are not humans having a spiritual experience, but we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And thanks a lot for that explanation. Listeners, the root chakra stands for our roots, our values, to stand for what we believe in, to physically take up space. And that's why that painting, once you go and have a look at that beautiful painting, you'll notice that it's more delineated. Whereas the crown chakra represents more refined energy, the higher centers that we developed after some practice, some meditation, some yoga. It's more subtle. Uh, There's no delineation around the contours of the face. And that's something that you'll notice really clearly. And the message, as I think Michael is trying to share, is that we have no boundaries. Uh, thanks a lot for sharing. Absolutely. Now, uh, one of the other paintings that I really love is the mural titled Grace. Uh, and from the live event video, I noticed that literally everyone in the audience was in tears of wonder because they connected so wonderfully with that painting. So for the benefit of our listeners, could you describe what that painting stands for or depicts? Yes. Uh, the painting depicts a woman in crescent lunge pose. And it's a profile view, and it shows all of each of the energy centers from the root to the crown within her body, and the energy of each one of the centers and the color of each one of the centers emanating out from in front and behind her. And all of the, the light, just like kind of the waves of light coming out as well. And it stretches out, I think approximately maybe like 20 feet in total, and really expressing that expansion. You know, that, that we are like fully, we're fully lit up, you know, by life, by whatever is alive for us. And it's just like each, each energy center is completely turned on, vibrant, radiant, and, and fully able to and ready to serve us in our life's vision, in our life's purpose. And the name of the painting is titled Grace. So the woman, Grace, is holding above her head this sphere of crystalline light and energy which represents the vision that she is holding in her heart and that she's choosing to bring out into the world. So in a sense, that's why she's holding it up above her. She's saying, yes, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. And this is what I'm ready to move forward with in my own life. So that's essentially what she's saying by being that pose, by holding that there. And she's also knowing that everything within her is supporting her in living that vision. So there's a very deep trust in knowing 
of who and what she really is in order to be able to move forward with flow and ease and grace, of course. That's, that's beautiful. Uh, you mentioned that the light literally stretches far out because the light is here. All of us have that light within us, but it's here to serve us, to protect us and guide us. And she, Grace, as her name is, she's holding an object above her for the world to see, uh, not hiding it behind her, but at the same time, not being overtly right. proud or rude in a way or intrusive, but being graceful to be confident and certain of what she stands for, what she believes in, so that people, by looking at her, get inspired and come out and join her in this wonderful human revolution that she has started. So thanks a lot for sharing. And uh, I had another question. You, you facilitate live group meditation journeys as well. Could you tell us a little bit more about that wondrous experience? Yes, that is something that I, I feel very, um, a lot of joy in doing. And uh, essentially, what the experience is, is coming home to ourselves. So usually it's about two or three hour journey where I guide meditation into coming into the body, coming into the energy and really feeling the origins of our being, as I call it, really our, our source. And there's also a musician, usually a live musician, providing a beautiful soundscape for the journey. And then I have my artwork on display, either original paintings in the space and also uh, through video as well. So it all supports the participants in really experiencing that presence within them, coming in, in a sense, letting go of the identities that we place around ourselves that can become heavy, you know, that, that can, be, it can feel stressful. So it's an opportunity to let that go, come into our true core presence, feel that support, feel that love, so that energy flowing through the body, and a lot of the times too, there we begin by movement. So there's like free form movement, you know, going to dancing, and yeah. they really open up the energy channels, you know, to free up space. And then we drop into the actual meditation, and it's lying down, and uh, it's just a, it's a really beautiful experience. There's um, it, it's just very, yeah. it's quite deep, you know, for me it, as I experience it, and I just you know, go into a space and just allow the words. To, to come and but that's really what what it's really about so it's a uh-huh. it's a space and experience for really renewing oneself and beginning again you know and then from that space okay well what do i want to create you know what's really alive in my heart now that i've kind of let go you know of the things that, uh, that perhaps weren't serving me and i've felt the core of who i am now how do i want to move forward from that and so listening being an intimate connection you know that's a big part of it for me is intimacy like when I'm doing a painting, I feel a deep intimacy with myself. And I feel, like, I feel like that's also what comes through, that energy of intimacy is what comes through the work. And it's something that is, um, I'm wanting to support people and experience it within, the, within themselves. Being intimate with their own presence. Being able to listen deeply to that presence, which is why you know, meditation is so, for me, has been so essential. To really go inside and knowing that that is the most important thing for me to ever listen to and to live my life from that place because it's always here to guide us, you know, that presence. And so creating that intimate relationship with self, you know, that, that strength and that power, really getting in touch with our beauty. So that is a live experience, you know, that just came to me to offer people to, you know, assist in coming into oneself, coming home to oneself. And then creating and, and being of service in this world in a way that is in alignment with everyone's unique and highest, deepest truth. I feel like that's really what this world needs more than anything else is people being in alignment with their hearts, in alignment with what the gifts that they have been given by being in existence, you know, in this particular form to express that and to really to offer that for everyone else to then receive you know, for all of us to shine as brightly as we possibly can. So it seems like a complete multi-sensory experience to help people get in the moment for a few moments away from their regular life, but be in that space along with other like-minded souls and to completely let go, to renew, to rebirth and feel the energy swirl through the body in accompaniment with the music and the video and the wonderful painting in front. Uh, and I think a lot of people face this challenge that the past is always holding us back. 
keeping us in our comfort zone. But remember yes. that sometimes fear can be good because it keeps us within our comfort zone. But the actual magic lies beyond that comfort zone to take that step forward to meet like-minded individuals. And remember uh, this quote, fail seven times, rise eight. Life begins now. Mm, yes, yes. <laughs> and that's what, you know, you mentioned fear and fear is so important. You know, to get in touch with, to really befriend. Because I feel like that's really, we have a lot of power hiding in our fears and insecurities. Like an immense amount of power. <laughs> Yet at the same time, it's like the place where, you know, kind of we run to, run from, you know, like the quickest, you know, when it, when it comes up, when it arises. But that's the thing is like, when, when the uncomfortable experiences come up, how do we meet ourselves? That's, that's, that's really where it really gets down to like that groundedness, you know, that rootedness of like, you know, the, the root chakra. And do we fly up and out into the sky because it's too painful, you know, because it's just, it's just too hard. Um, but coming down and really being, sitting in the fire, being with the uncomfortability and just being curious about what's in there. Because there is a lot of power that we hold in there. And, you know, and of course it's, it gets, you know, stuck in our bodies and it, you know, there's a lot of different um, things that, that can happen from there that aren't too comfortable but that's why it is so important to really stop, check in when, when that, those uncomfortable feelings come up. And what is here? You know, what's, what's calling me into this space and creating really a space for, I feel like, those, those painful moments and those insecurities and those fears so that they can just tell us what they're needing, how they're, how they're wanting to be loved by us. Because we're the only ones that can love ourselves really, in the way that we need to be loved. So here's a request. Towards the end of the show, could you take our action takers on a guided meditation journey? I'm sure our listeners would enjoy the experience. Oh, yes, I would love to. Awesome. So listeners, stay tuned. You do not want to miss out on this experience, which will happen right before this episode ends. But now let's move on to the health round. Now, making a challenge Making a change in your life, losing weight or starting a new habit, it's hard. It's not easy. But taking just one step, that's always easier. So, Michael, what is it one health step that you can share with our audience that they can try immediately? Well, I would say one thing, I would, there's a couple of things I would say. Meditation, really just getting still, getting present with the self, you know, and, and letting go of any, anything externally that's happening and just really taking that time for self-care. And being in nature uh, is another huge piece of advice that I could give of just like really allowing the space and all the elements of this planet and of this universe really to <laughs> assist us into coming in and cal- recalibrating our systems to coming into uh, an optimal alignment with ourselves and with whatever is happening. You know, it's like I just I place myself in nature and just things just start to shift on their own. It's just really, it's really practical and, and magical at the same time. So I would say that, yeah, being in, being in nature and you're really in, in just listening to the space around, you know, and everything that's going on and, you know, just the trees and, and the birds, the movements of it and just feeling that energy from the earth, allowing it to come up through the feet into the body and just being with it and allowing it to, to speak. Well, thanks a lot for that wonderful tip. When life knocks you down, try to land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. Let your reason get you back up. Now, this is a powerful quote shared by Les Brown and this marks our entry into the challenge round. And during this round, our guests share their experiences with dealing with challenges or failures or maybe a barrier. So, Michael, take us back to a time when you faced a major challenge what were you feeling at that instance? And then how did you overcome that challenge? Um, well, I would say for me, it's uh, the challenge that I've been feeling, that I'm thinking of, just a lot of feeling pain, feeling lost. Uh, there's just a lot of energetic like friction in myself. And um, just, yeah, really the sense of like not knowing, not knowing what to do. Uh, but I would say really my choice was to really just come into a space of just listening to what was present and also letting go of the uh, letting go of what was in the way of me really coming into an alignment where I was more clear within myself 
and knowing like how to move forward. So it was basically, you know, it's, it's a process, you know, essentially. But um, yeah, that's, that's really it is like getting in touch with uh, letting go mm-hmm. of, of the beliefs that are, you know, that have been, that in a sense, how I've been defining myself based mm-hmm. on my beliefs about myself, you know, and getting in touch with that and then to release that and create a new definition and then therefore a new experience of life. So looking back now, what is that one major life lesson that you would want our listeners to take away from your experience? Uh, I would say self-love, you know, and really that it all really comes down to that. You know, no matter what we manifest in, in our lives, uh, no matter how well we are, feel like we're doing, um, how successful we are, whatever that means to everyone, really, can we love ourselves no matter what's happening? Do we know how to love ourselves? Do we know how to take care of ourselves in an optimal way? Like that, for me, has been a grounding point, a foundation for everything that I'm doing and wanting to bring forth. I feel like if, if, if that's not present, if that's not um, engaged with, there's, uh, there's just this sense of always missing something, no matter what we do end up you know, being successful at or creating. It's like, you know, it's like that core of like, you know, I love myself. Well, thanks a lot for sharing this wisdom with us. You've given our listeners one more reason to believe that challenges are an opportunity to go beyond our comfort zones, to grow, and as you mentioned, to really learn to love ourselves. Yes. Now, our next round is all about finding your life's true calling. Getting there might not be easy. It might not happen overnight, but from thousands of years, stories have proven to inspire, motivate, and instill courage. On that note, Les Brown once said, you need to make a commitment. And once you make it, then life will give you some answers. So my question to you, Michael, is have you found your life's true calling? And if yes, what is your life's calling? Well, definitely my, uh, the answer is yes, absolutely. And my calling is to really create paintings, create images that remind people of who and what they really are, you know, and to express that energy, continuing to go beyond my own barriers and limitations that I placed upon myself to be in full expression so that I can be in more full service to people. And based on what you shared, is there a particular light bulb moment or eureka moment beyond which you were confident that you have found your life's calling? I would say when I was doing that uh, that painting, that that smaller painting uh, around the second chakra, that that one, it was very clear. Yeah, there was, there was just no doubt, you know. And and every there've been many moments like that, you know, in a sense, um, confirmations of that, you know. Since then, well, thanks a lot for sharing. We have finally arrived at the wisdom round. Four questions that need four responses, just like a rapid fire round. So, are you ready? Yes. What is the best advice you have ever received? To be who I am. Mm-hmm. What is that one personal habit that contributes to your well-being? Meditation. Michael, if you could share what happens during the first two hours of your day, what is your morning ritual like? Well, I wake up, uh, wake up in the morning and usually first what I'll do is I'll do a self-love meditation and then I'll go and do uh, some EFT and some just releasing whatever may be present for me at a time from maybe from the day before uh, or when I wake up that feels uncomfortable. And so getting in touch with that and opening up my energy channels uh, and releasing that and just creating a, in a sense of reconnecting with myself, you know, from the very beginning of the day and kind of having that set the tone for the rest of my day. And then sometimes I'll, you know, also do some stretching and just opening up and just affirming what I'm here to do on this planet and be, to be in, in full expression of that every day. What is it one book that has made a significant impact on your life? Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Perfect. So action takers, to access the show notes, you could go to www.mysevenchakras.com slash Michael. That's slash M-Y-K. A-L, and you'll have all the insights, all the things that we discussed, and the links back to Michael's website so that you can get to know more about the paintings, the events, and everything that really could inspire you. Now, before we end the show, Michael, as promised earlier, could you take us through 
the guided heart meditation that we discussed about earlier. Yes, yes, I would love to. Awesome. <laughs> so just as we begin, just closing your eyes, taking a deep breath in, and then a nice long exhale out. And again, taking another nice deep breath, inhale, and then exhaling slowly. And again, a nice deep breath in, and then exhaling. So keeping this really nice, steady, slow rhythm of breath with the inhales and the exhales, and just going in and feeling the space within your body, feeling the gravity that is pulling your body towards the earth. So feeling that energy, allowing yourself to feel that groundedness within yourself. Continuing to breathe, feeling your roots extending energetically into the earth, knowing that you are safe, you are whole, no matter what is present within you, you are loved. And bringing your awareness now into your heart center, breathing into your heart, inhaling and exhaling, allowing energy to expand in your heart space. And as you breathe in, imagine a star begin to form, ignited by your breath, and as the star begins to form in the center of your heart, see it emanating out into the space of your body. Continuing your breath. And as this energy emanates out, feel this core vibration is who you really are, coming from the center of your heart. And as best you can, imagine the light filling your entire body up into your head, down through your arms, into your hands, down into your abdomen, to your pelvis, and your legs, through your feet. And just continuing to circulate this light of your heart within the universe within you. So allowing this light and energy to create expansion in your body, in a sense inviting in your essence more to be fully present within your body. And focusing your awareness at the star in your heart, ask for a gift, a gift that your heart desires to give to you in this moment. Whatever you may be needing, whatever challenge you may be experiencing, whatever you may be going through right now, whatever inspiration is present for you, ask the star of your heart to give you a gift that is in perfect support for you right now and whatever you are encountering in your life. And so it could be words, one word, a phrase, it could be an image, anything at all. Just allow your intuition to present to you this gift through your heart space, from your heart. So just continuing to breathe and allow and just create space and be in that space of receptivity. Know that you are loved unconditionally as you are. This universe was created out of its love for you. You are whole, you are complete. You are infinitely capable of living the life of your heart's vision for you. So as you receive the gift of this, of your heart, just breathing it in, into your body, 
and just listening to its guidance. And if it feels good to you, you can wrap your arms around yourself and just to feel that presence of your own of your own hands around you, holding you, and loving you. This is the presence of the divine loving you. You are your own angel. Your power and your beauty is immeasurable. Continuing to breathe, being with and feeling whatever is present, and allowing that to flow. Once again, feeling the gravity pulling you down into the earth, feeling it in your body, feeling your presence anchored in your body. When you are ready, you can open your eyes into this new space of you. And just continuing to be present with yourself and present with your breath and the the sensations and feelings that are that are here, that are moving through. It's allowing that intimate relationship to awaken and to support you in your life. So thank you for taking this journey with me. Thanks a lot for that wonderful guided heart meditation journey and those powerful and inspiring words. Ah, yes. Yes. It is, um, you know, speaking of yes, you know, it's the yes that, there's a yes that has birthed us into life. Into, into these forms and into existence. And it's always here for us to guide us in our life. And so it's really listening for where is the yes, what's most alive in our heart. And so I feel like, you know, really taking time to touch into the heart, to hear it, to nurture it, so that it can uh, really guide us is so essential. The bridge between, you know, heaven and earth in a sense you know, from our higher chakra centers to the lower ones, you know, to be fully, fully in full congruence, you know, to feel that wholeness and the completeness, and that, that radiance that goes along with that. Yeah, so, yeah, I think, think I just feel such gratitude for everyone uh, being here on the call and just showing up in their lives, you know, showing up in your lives the way you do and your willingness to uh, discover more of who you are and to be and to shine even more of your radiance into this world. Thank you for being here and lighting up this space. It's an honor to share it with you. Well, thanks a lot, Michael. And listeners, thank you for taking your time out to join us in this guided meditation. We'd love to know your feedback what did you think what were the thoughts that were going on in your mind and how did you feel after your meditation send us a short note just a couple of sentences whenever you have the time send it to aditya that's a-d-i-t-y-a at my seven chakras dot com that's a-d-i-t-y-a at my seven chakras dot com and i will forward all the feedback all the thoughts all the experiences to you, Michael, just to see how our audience have learned something new from this experience. And just to share as well, Michael, uh, we've had another uh, featured guest on our show a couple of episodes back, and he as well did something of a heart meditation. And that happened in the morning. And in the evening, I went for a live concert, which was basically 5,000 years of Chinese civilization in two hours. Mm. Beautiful, uh, you know, philharmonic orchestra oh, wow. yeah. and, you know, ballet dancers and people who represented cultures from the Manchurian dynasty and Tibetan dynasty and the Mongols and, and things like that. Wow, beautiful. But before starting the show, what I did was I, I tried out the heart meditation and, you know, I brought my consciousness from my mind to my heart. And what happened was amazing because I could feel my senses heightened completely. My heart was pulsating. The sounds felt much more beautiful. The visions was amazing. Costumes were the light, you know, the color was 
jumping out at me and 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 it totally doubled or tripled my experience so uh, it seems almost mystic that you shared a heart meditation today as well and it's probably because i the listeners and all of us need to spend more time with our heart because as you mentioned the heart is the bridge from the lower chakras to the higher chakras so it was awesome having you as our featured guest today before you go tell us one thing that you are totally grateful for tell us the best way we can find you and then we'll say goodbye ah uh, well for me at this moment the thing that i feel most grateful for is just really being alive and the opportunity to uh to experience life itself to have life move through me and uh to be on the call with all of you so thank you for that and in terms of getting in touch with me uh you can and to see more of my work you can visit my website which is michaelaubrey.com m y k a l a u b r y.com and i'm also on facebook and instagram so would love for you to join me there as a lot of um I post a lot of like in progress works and uh just you know inspiring you know things that come through me to share so it's a it's a fun space that uh I don't share a lot of things on you know my website so I would love to connect with you in that way mm-hmm. so listeners although this was an audio podcast a lot of what michael does is visual and in fact multi sensory as well so i would really recommend go to mykalaubry.com and just have a look and take in what you experience from looking at those paintings because i can't really explain it through words but once you see it you'll feel something within you deep in your heart in your mind in your soul and that's when you know that it's touched you so michael thank you so much for coming on our show sharing your wisdom and inspirational message and taking us one more step closer to a human revolution so oh, thank you with my honor listening to my seven chakras go to my seven chakras.com download your free gift get inspired and take action transform your life today mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.